Yo. Episode 19. Yup. <laughs> yup. Yup. <laughs> we in the big one nine. Day drive. So, there's been a lot of talk around yes. the uh, internet about tier lists. Oh, yes. And we're kind of late to this. We're, we're late to the trend. Oh, absolutely late to like the trend. I feel like it's... We're doing an original version. Right. I, yeah, I haven't seen this quite yet. Right. As you guys know, maybe, maybe not. We're big, um, we're big couple LaCroix heads over here. <laughs> big LaCroix heads. We love LaCroix. For, don't, for those of you who don't know what LaCroix is, LaCroix is the sparkling water beverage. It's flavored. Essenced. It is essence to Lucas. Pardon me. I according to the, um, label it is not wrong Uh, fruit essenced so and there's a lot of it's got haters right oh there's there's really yeah there's a big uh community that hates hates on some Lacroix, but we're not we're not at all we're about to rank every flavor stack rank stack rank them we have six tiers six tiers yep s as the top tier and then a through e correct so e is shit e being bottom e being the worst e being like in my head e is like I would almost rather drink regular water. Yeah. That's my E tier. And we are not doing skinny cans. So no. So we're doing the, the we're, core flavors. I, honestly, I think skinny cans are, in my head, almost all below. Like, they're the lowest tier as well. I, I kind of disagree with you because I think there are some that are very good. How many are there? There's only two, aren't there? No, there's like five. Oh, maybe I yeah. just haven't tried all of them. There's like a good cucumber one. Oh, I that's don't pretty think I've tried that one. Yeah, that one's pretty tight. Like cucumber and berry, oh, or cucumber and grape or something. I don't know. It's fire though. Cucumber grape. Um. All right. So Lucas has already made his tier list. His, yeah. his is already assembled. It's I assembled. haven't done mine yet. So you're gonna be listening to that live. You can use I mine as the, the answer key if you want. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> all right. So Lucas, do you want to go ahead and like read yours? Yeah. Maybe just read your S tier and then I'll earn your shit tier, your E tier, and then I'll. Assemble. Are we? You, you want to do E through? Is that S? how we're going to start? We, yeah. uh, we can do either way. Do we want to start at the lowest? Yes. Let's start at the lowest. All right. All right. You want to read yours? Yeah. Let me zoom in. All right. I got... <laughs> this one might be a hot take right off the bat. Peach beer, E tier. Yeah. It's one of the worst. I agree with you. I'm going to throw that in mind. <laughs> Berry, E tier. One of the worst. I'd say, like, for me... I say berry is like literally middle, the most middle of the road flavor you can get. I just, it's just not good. All right. It, oh, it's, I don't know. It, that one, okay. Berry is the LaCroix that tastes the most, um, I don't know. The rest of them, like, the, they have a more natural flavor. Correct. Berry seems like an artificial flavor. That's just. Yeah. Me. It also is very vague. Berry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, also, E tier, uh, cran raspberry. Oh, big disagree. Oh my big god, big disagree. No, that you're wrong. All right, continue. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. And then uh, my last E tier, I have uh, passion fruit, and I think that's my least favorite Lacroix flavor, far and away. That one is disgusting. Okay, we disagree a lot. Gross. So I'm gonna have to say in my E tier, as I crack one open, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say peach pear. Okay, yeah. That's um, the one we agree about. We totally agree about peach pear. Um, then I'm gonna have to say, uh, fucking apricot. Ugh. Apricot is literally horrendously bad. That makes me so angry. I just don't. In fact, you have one right there. Let yeah. me, maybe I'm. Maybe I've been missing. It's Sip been a minute on this since one. I had Let's one. Let's move this up a tier or two. All right. 
Yeah, no. Ah, dang it's it. It's got a weird aftertaste. It, 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 oh, it's so good. It's weird. It tastes a lot like the peach pear one to me, actually. Mm-mm. Surprisingly. I I don't know. Wrong. Um, You know, that's really it for the very bottom tier. Like, that that's kind of those the, just the, those, those two. Those are the worst? Yeah, right, that's yeah. fair. Honestly, everything else I, I'm kind of cool with. All right, perfect. All right, your D tier. What did you have in your D tier? D tier, I have um, just regular lime. Okay. And uh, pure, okay, yeah. Pure, pure, well, I mean, is, pure is good. Like yeah, it could, just, it could go anywhere. But I'm, I'm never choosing that over, other than like the four on the bottom tier. Yeah, absolutely, I'm never choosing that over like any of the other flavored right. ones. I'd say for my D tier, I'm definitely putting mango. Okay, wow. Just because, like, I, I mean, I'm not like um necessarily like a, so much of a passionate hater against mango. I just never really buy it. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's also like mango's like, it's just okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's like literally like. But it's like if it was. It's just. I don't know. It's not anything like. It's even below mediocre. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna have to say clear as well, on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably coconut as well. Oh man, coconut. I actually uh, a lot of people think the coconut tastes like uh, sunblock. Yeah, that's um, which I actually find is like a little bit accurate, but I am also like a proponent. Of I just had it for the first LaCroix. time. I just had it for the first time, like literally, a couple days ago. Yeah. Do you so. like coconut stuff usually? I uh, you see. Okay, here's a here's an interesting Ooh. story. I, I used to hate coconut. Everything okay. coconut was straight up the worst to me. Yeah. And now I love it. Changed it. it yeah, doesn't, I don't know what happened. They say your palate changes every seven years, That's, right? Uh, yeah, I believe it, man. Because I like love coconut like i can eat straight like raw oh, coconut it's so good i, I used love to not be able to everything. do that fire well, it's fire all right you want to break open your c tier yeah we'll bust open some c, some c tier on c tier i have um orange okay just regular orange right yeah and then i have key lime nice uh which is it's, it's significantly better than regular lime yeah i don't know what it is um and then lemon i'm not a big uh um What's the word I'm looking for? Like citrus type flavor type guy. Like if I'm going for Skittles, my least favorite one's the lemon. You <laughs> right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, understandable. So uh, I, I agree with you. I think like I, I, I'm going to have to put both lemon and lime in my C tier. Okay, sure. Um, Because those two, I just feel like there's really nothing really going on about them. Sure. They honestly taste the same to me. Right. Um, I also like try to like, I feel like those are like. I don't know. With Lacroix, I like Lacroix because they get whack—not wacky, but they like really go no no holds barred. You know, they got pomegranate and shit. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Every other like, I feel like you can get lemon and lime sparkling water anywhere, e- anywhere. And so it's yeah. like that's definitely not Lacroix's specialty. It's true. You're not wrong. Um, let's see what else could I throw in there? Um, I'm gonna have to say orange as well. Yeah. Um, just average. Yeah, just completely average. All right, yeah. We want to hit your B tier. My B tier only has one, and it's coconut. It's I nice. love coconut. It was when I first started drinking Lacroix. Yeah, it was my number one, but uh, that was I think prior to me trying all the flavors. Nice. I stuck with coconut for a good while. Right. I'm gonna say my B tier is just berry. B just for berry. B for berry. Man, I can't believe berry in your B tier. Just because it's like I mean it's it's um inoffensive. It's good. Yeah. It's I like the fruity ones. It's like, you know, it's tight. It's not bad. If I had to pick, um, if I had, I would pick it above any of the flavors below it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, that's the nature of a tier list. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to do your A tier? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I would say 
that A tier, I have Mango, which I know you don't like quite as much. Not a hater, though. Not a hater. But Apricot, you are a hater of. Absolutely. And that's in my A tier. Apricot, I usually when I go... A for Apricot. I get like one of four flavors, and it's the two that are in my A tier and the two that are in my S tier. And uh, so Apricot's on the... Those two, Mango and Apricot, are on the nice constant rotation. Nice. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. My A tier, I'm going to have to have it just be Tangerine. Just Tangerine. Just Tangerine. Because um, I, I got an extensive S tier here. But yeah, no, just Tangerine. I do... I heavily fuck with the tangerine flavor. Yeah, that, underrated as well. I feel like ooh, it's like it does not get enough love. It's secret. I feel like nobody knows. Yeah, honestly, I'm not that I talk to a lot of people about Lacroix, I just like nobody's talking about fellow it. Lacroix heads. Send us your tier lists. Yeah, we want to see your tier list. I know, I know for a fact. Okay, this was uh, kind of inspired by a question from Alelia. Shout out Alelia. Shout out Alelia. As always, but she wants to know the favorite, favorite Lacroix flavors. We want to know you like yours as well. Yeah, send them in. Strike we us hear. with an email. <laughs> Um, so just tangerine on A tier. Just tangerine on A tier. All right, fair enough. What's and that's your what's your S tier? Brings us to S tier. We're at the top. Which I, just like by process of elimination, we share at least one S tier. We do. But my S tier is tangerine. Correct. I'm with you 100. percent It's underrated. Fire. So good. It's right. got to be the most refreshing. I would say. Okay. And then um, the pomplemousse, grapefruit, of straight course. up. Of course, it's the best. It's literally so good. Nothing like. I think tangerine might be my favorite, but like nothing else comes close to grapefruit. So like just those, those two, two are so far ahead of all the just rest. Just those two. Just those two. I got more extensive here. Um, my top, uh, my S tier, cran raspberry. Sure. Oh, crazy man. First love, you man. Psycho. That's what got me into. That's what got me into Lacroix. I tasted that and I was like, man, this shit's fucking fire. Dang, this shit's dude. so good. Just great. Uh, key lime. Key lime. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys always got the key lime. I at your love crib. key lime, man. It's there's something about it. It's like I'm drinking a pie. <laughs> like we're drinking a key lime pie. Um, it's the, yeah, no, it's so good. Um, pompamus. Yeah, of course. Keep keep that motherfucking grapefruit on dick. Always and always. um, uh, passion fruit as well. God, I can't believe two of your S tiers are my E tiers. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Passion t- passion fruit is so good. Wow. So that's it, right there. We just so, have different taste palettes. I'm gonna screenshot this. We'll post them on the Instagram story. Uh, yeah, we will actually. <laughs> um, my uh, my my tier list is kind of shaped like an F. Mine is uh, mine is pretty like across the board. I got like two A, two S, or yeah, two two S, one two A, one B, three C. So yeah, please send it. Um, send us your Lacroix tier list. We want to know. We want to know. We would love to hear about it because it's um. <laughs> truly a hot take something we feel very passionately about oh absolutely in fact lucas is sipping Lacroix literally right now oh it's so good oh yeah absolutely i'm drinking coffee so i probably might go for a Lacroix. yeah post coffee yeah of get course. that kind of maybe gross. i'll go for a coffee post Lacroix. ah interesting all right we'll interesting, interesting interesting um we got some um viewer questions we didn't have time to get to oh yeah last time oh, hold on let me look viewer listener do you have more? Um, I don't. Bl- I have one. Okay, perfect. You want to go? Go. Yeah. So it was um, off. I'm just doing it off off the top of my head to remember. Yeah, that's cool. Um, we had a question asking us to rank Wes Anderson films. Oh, that's and right. And also Quentin Tarantino films. All right, perfect. I know you. You've watched every Wes Anderson film, right? I have. I made it a mission. I don't think I've. So I don't think I've seen every single one. I've seen a bunch of them. Real shit. I can probably. I don't know if I. Let me. I have to pull them up. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling up a list too. Cause I. I wonder if there's a tier list. 
<laughs> oh, there's probably you can this this uh we use this tier list website, Tier Maker, and like you can literally just search like subjects and there's like somebody's already made. Oh, yep, there here we are. There's a way all right, we're doing Wes Anderson tier <laughs> list. I, I feel like I cannot do like a comprehensive like Oh wait, there's only how many are there? There's only eight on this list. That's correct. Okay, I I've think. seen let me see how many I've seen. One, two, three, four. I've only seen five of these. I haven't seen Bottle Rocket. Okay. I haven't seen, um, I actually don't know how to say this. The Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen um, Rushmore. Mm. And I only saw part of Royal Tannenbaums. Damn, really? You're missing out. I know. Um, Especially on Big Rushmore. Is that um, your favorite? Yeah, well, I guess that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Really, actually, yeah. Rushmore is. Yeah, it is. All right, it's on my on my list of watches. Oh, it has Bill Murray in it, right? It does. It does. It does. Hang on, I gotta like. Are you ranking them right now? No, I'm just trying to. I'm using the same tier list website, but I'm trying to like edit this. All right, fuck it. I fucked it all up. All right, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, so in my D tier for Wes Anderson movies, coming from somebody who's seen all of them, Ooh, not that that's really an accomplishment. Big man. Wes Anderson gets hate, man. I think Wes Anderson's fucking actually cool. People hate on him. Do that. really? Does he get a lot of hate? Oh, from like real film nerds. Oh, you watch Wes Anderson? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, not nah, dude. He's he's truly a uh, pretty unique filmmaker. All right, very bottom tier. Darjeeling Limited. Okay. Nothing against it, really. I don't think it's a bad movie. Just not as good it, as the rest. It, it just really kind of like lacks in like the content department. Like it's like cool atmospherically. Yeah. But there's really, I mean. The plot's a little weird. Like, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It just feels odd. Sure. And it's not as stylized as some of his other movies, so it's kind of like, it does, It just kind of feels weak. Right, right. Definitely his weakest ever movie. Okay. Um, Is it? That was early, I assume. Uh, no, it was like, no? it was like right after, I want to say it was after like Life Aquatic. Oh, okay. So like 2008, 2007. Fair enough. Maybe. I might be wrong. Um, Above that, in the C tier. Only C tier is Life Aquatic. Okay. Um, it really, uh, kind of the opposite. Really stylized. Yeah. Um, o- over over so over stylized, okay. and there was way too much plot. Oh, that interesting. was kind of hard to not hard. It was just kind of difficult to follow. There was so much happening. I feel like from the ones I've seen, like they're not plotless, but they're not like plot crazy. No, this one is is plot crazy. Like okay. I might someone might disagree with me here, but it's very like. There's like pirates and like oh it's, interesting it's, yeah it's it's really all over the place it's a little it just also feels like it would be really cool if they like just fleshed it out some more and like maybe made the plot a little less like it would have been it would have been really cool yeah 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 right it just felt like too much was going on sure um in the B tier I'm gonna have to say Fantastic Mr Fox sure is up in the B tier um I'm gonna say uh fucking Isle of Dogs is up there yep. Yeah, those two in the B tier for sure. Okay. Um, both of his animated movies. I think he does both of those were really great. Yeah. Um yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox is definitely better than Isle of Dogs. Oh, I, I disagree. Really? I really liked Isle of Dogs was crazy. Oh, I, I liked uh, it too. I like there were so many things. Like that whole sushi scene. I watched a like YouTube video about like the making of that sushi scene and it was like that stop motion alone took like I don't want to <laughs> I'm gonna get this way wrong but yeah. I swear it took 40 days or something yeah and I saw this like really cool time lapse yeah because like Wes Anderson spoiler alert here, yeah 
they uh, they like use sushi to like poison i forget who they're poisoning somebody in the movie mm-hmm. and like you watch this whole like stop motion animated process of them making the sushi that's right i remember that and uh, like the scene you wouldn't realize how intricate it is it's like like maybe a 15 second scene or something yeah but it's it like there's so much so much effort to go into it i like maybe i'm biased because of that and like yeah. i looked a lot into isle of dogs when it came out yeah or when i saw it um so that's like that's one of my favorite two wes anderson films nice hell yeah my a tier grand budapest hotel yeah and uh what is it fucking royal tenenbaums yeah and yeah. moonrise and moonrise kingdom okay um actually you know what no moonrise kingdom's s tier really yeah okay so Buda, Grand Budapest, I, those are great movies. Yeah. Bo- both really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say like my only really complaints with them is why they're not higher is just like I don't know over stylization. I think a wow. little too much. Yeah, like I, Grand Budapest Hotel is great, but it sometimes was like too. I don't, no, no, that's a hot take. I don't want to. <laughs> don't that. say because it. it's definitely. I don't. I, it makes it sound like I don't like the movie because I think it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they're just not quite in the in the uh, S tier. Crazy. So uh, S tier, Moonrise Kingdom, Bottle Rocket, and Rushmore. Wow. Okay. So I haven't seen two of your three S tiers. Yeah, you got to watch those. Yikes. I okay. watched Bottle Rocket on a plane. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bottle Rocket is very underrated, like as a movie. Yeah. Like not even just as a Wes Anderson movie. It's like genuinely like very good as a movie. I and it's before it's his like I think it was like his college film. I think I've talked about this on here. Before. Maybe you did. Maybe you it did. It was like his um like fresh out of like like film school. Yeah, yeah. Movie. Um, and like it's definitely like you would watch it and not think it's a it's closer to like a paul thomas anderson movie okay like it's very not wes anderson the other anderson yeah the other anderson <laughs> the other film Anderson. luke the, oh, the wilson brothers are in that they're both yeah they're both in it and it, it's it's really hysterical there's a scene where it's about these three brothers or all two two of them are actually they're not brothers they're like friends and one of them like escapes not escapes. One of them gets released from a psychiatric hospital, and the other one is like this kind of like go-getter dude who wants to commit a bunch of crimes. Okay. And they like, but they're like, he's like a straight-up goofball, really unorganized, can't really like figure anything out. Yeah. And they like make this elaborate plan to like rob this bookstore. Okay. <laughs> and they like go in just like comedic. Like the scene where they're robbing the bookstore is just hysterical, and they're like, it's just really uh, the dialogue is really funny. It's also like got his. I think it's his best like dialogue. It looks like it was like co-written by Owen Wilson as well. Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. crazy. And it's um surprisingly the um it's on Roger I think Roger Ebert. It's like one it's like one of his favorite movies ever. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, I I might be totally wrong there, but I'm pretty sure he gave it Oh no, it's a 2 out of 4. Never mind. It wasn't Roger Ebert. There was another another critic. Another like big name critic that yeah. that like loved it. Loved it a lot. Okay. Who was that? Oh man. Oh, Martin Scorsese. Oh. Said it was his one of his favorite films. Whoa! Yeah, he said it was uh, um, able to convey the simple joys and interactions between people so well and with such richness. Wow! It was just one of his favorite movies in the '90s. Well, maybe we should have a viewing <laughs> a party. Viewing party yeah, for I both Bottle Rocket and Rushmore. Rushmore, I really like because it's like, um, kind of in the same vein as Harold and Maude. Plot wise, like mm-hmm. literally almost exactly the same. Which is your favorite film? Which is my favorite movie. 
He definitely Rushmore took a lot of inspiration from Harold Harold and Maude. Okay, like so it was heavy. after, right? Oh, it was way after. Okay. Yeah, Harold and Maude was like nineteen. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Rushmore was like two thousand nineteen ninety eight or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Rushmore was just so. I mean, it was like it felt like a Ronald Dahl book as a film, which is fucking tight, man. So. Who stars in that one? Uh, oh, Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, I Bill, like that and guy. Bill Murray. And Bill Murray. Of course. Yeah. You could, that that kind of like literally works for like multiple movies it's on this list. I love when uh when like certain directors get in on or like bring on the same actors for their movies, like three yeah. straight movies. Oh, yeah, he does. I mean, he's like really known for doing that. I mean, a lot of every, like, every yeah, director yeah. is really, but... All right, Luke. Um, I'm just gonna give my top yeah, two, go ahead. which yeah, one? Because yeah. I don't want to stack rank them because I haven't seen all of them. Yeah, yeah. My favorite two out of the ones that I said I saw earlier were uh, Isle of Dogs. I loved Isle of Dogs, and then Hell yeah. Grand Budapest was like I was like blown away. I think that might have been the first Wes Anderson film I ever saw. Isle of Dogs. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Grand Budapest. Oh, nice. And like. I was like enamored because I was like I don't I didn't know what to expect going in and then it's just like such a gorgeous movie oh, yeah. and like it there's so many just like weirdly hilarious parts of that movie yeah. and like the the main actor and then like the bellboy were like just so great like yeah. the the relationship between the two I love that movie. I think maybe one of the reasons why it's not higher up is that this sounds and obviously it doesn't work for the content of the film but like Wes Anderson has a really unique way of using like pop music and soundtracks yeah, yeah. that other filmmakers don't even try. Sure. And I think that movie kind of like is, I think his only one that really is just a kind of a, I don't think it's a real score. I think it's like compiled classical from like different composers and stuff. Right. But it's, um, it like ditched that element. That yeah. You liked which, about yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Fair. But it's not a bad, I mean, not, not nothing, not hating on Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> no hate from Grand Budapest over here. We're, we love it. Yeah. We love, we love that movie. Um, for Quentin Tarantino, oh yeah, I'm gonna... I have not seen a few of those. Oh, I'm not. We're, we should just talk about our favorites because I don't think either of us have seen every single no. Tarantino film. No, I have not. Um, I've seen like both Kill Bills. Yep, seen both of those. I've seen Inglorious Bastards. Yep, I've seen Reservoir Dogs. I've seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I have not seen like Jackie Brown or. Um, well, there are so many of these. I didn't see Django. I know a ton about Django, but I never yeah. saw it. Which uh, is, I'm I really get some hate Django. That. <laughs> Django was really good. I also Hateful Eight was like I don't know. It felt like nine hours long. I but didn't see Hateful Eight. That one has to be the most gruesome movie I've ever seen in my life. It's three hours and seven minutes. Oh, um, oh boy, <laughs> it's a it's a trip. I really like that one. I guess all of these are pretty gruesome. I'm um. Very excited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I've heard like I've heard it's gonna be, um, a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's gonna be a good movie. <laughs> I've heard it's gonna be good. I'm not. What can I say? But yeah, I also like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking teaming up. Two of also, our, the best actors of our generation here. Yeah. Not our Dude, generation. Quentin Tarantino is looking fucked up lately. I mean, he's never looked great. He. Yeah, but I, he just looks. He's a nut, man. Did you see he, like, snapped back at some... Uh, they were asking him questions. It was, like, press for Once Upon a Time. Mm -hmm. And somebody asked him why he didn't give uh, Margot Robbie more speaking lines because she's such a great actress or something. Yeah. And he's like, I deny your hypothesis or something like oh, that. Boy. It was a weird interaction. I, yeah, I'm... 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's probably not the greatest person on the planet. I don't know. I I don't know enough about his personal life. Um, he just seems like very insane. Probably Fair. on some like that's like some some genius stuff though. Yeah, right? like, like kind of on some Kanye shit. Like <laughs> name like one genius ain't crazy. Yeah, he sort of is like out on a little bit of maybe social social wordness. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to say that. I was going to say socialism. <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. And I think he, cause I, I mean, interviews with him, he like will snap on people. Will he? Yeah. yeah well, that, I mean, uh, yeah, there's that one where they're asking him about like Disney or something. Yeah. And he's like talking about, cause he's like, I think he's a big proponent of like using real film, like real. Oh real yeah, he film is. He in, is. Yeah. In, in, in movie theaters. Oh, in theaters. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. So he like, uh, like, I don't know. There was like a big, uh, there's a video of him snapping on somebody like on like CNN or something about, about film. Yeah. Oh. Or about Disney and like how Disney fucked him over oh. and how, because they, they put out star Wars the same week as hateful eight or something. That's so and, stupid. And he's like, Oh, they, they showed hateful eight on film. I think. Yeah, and they were yeah, like, they were like showing it like with a intermission or something in the middle. I think really. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's a three and a half or no three hour movie. Right. But yeah. And I bet the fucking, I bet the, they got to change the film reels. Yeah. I bet <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Literally. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, no. So I think you had some. I think it had something to do with that. So it's like, um, just has a temper, I guess. Yeah, he definitely has a temper. But my favorite ones, I'd say, um, classics like Pulp Fiction. Okay, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's kind of a hard movie to not like. Sure. I used to love it when I was like, I think it was like my freshman year when I watched oh, it. I, I was going like, to say when I was eight. No, when I was eight, <laughs> I watched Pulp Fiction. No, when I was like, freshman year, okay. is when I watched that and yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And I was like, these movies are fucking sick. I also like I like Quentin Tarantino for the same kind of music aspect of his movies. Right. He does the same thing as, which is another reason why I think maybe I wasn't getting into his westerns as much as I. Yeah, because they don't have that. They kind of yeah that pop pop culture kind of deal. Sure, sure, like, sure. I like how he uses like music in his movies. Right. That's which important. I think I'm hopefully hopefully the um, soundtrack for this. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. I mean, it's like 1960s. I wonder if it's out Hollywood. Yeah, I, I'd like to see if there's any kind of what's being used in it because that would be interesting. When is that? I mean, when's like the wide release? Release July 26th. All right, it's Pretty coming soon. out. Yeah, yeah. okay. It I'm has. Not, I definitely have to go see it. I mean, clearly it's not. It's gonna go down because that's what they usually do. But it has a 9.7 on IMDb right now, that's which pretty is pretty like high for like bonkers. Just the fest- it's like what went through festivals, yeah, probably. just festivals, I guess. And like that, dang, yeah. So it'll be pretty cool, man. I, I I'm excited to see because it's about like what the Sharon Tate murders and stuff. Yeah, uh, honestly, I I there's like an element. I think one of them's a stunt double for the other, right? Yeah, but then like. Tr- like the Manson family. It's like about the Manson family. Isn't oh, is it? it? I yeah. don't know. I don't know that much about it. I've watched like the trailer. Maybe I just didn't pay attention close enough, but it, visually it looked beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. And I'm also just, it's like his first movie where he's been kind of like um, back in, I mean, it's not current times, but more like contemporary. Not like, not very old. Fair. Yeah. Like, because Inglorious Bastards was like 40s. Yeah. Hateful Eight was probably 30s. Yeah, something Ish. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, same with Django. So it's Early like, 1900s. I don't know what other films he's put out since then, but yeah, I'm very excited for it. Some people are very big Quentin Tarantino heads, man. There's some heads, no There's doubt some about real it. Real heads. I like don't. Know, I mean, I would not consider myself a head. 
Definitely not. Yeah. But n- not saying I dislike the films, just that, like, absolutely I not. haven't seen all of them. All right. All right. I got a question here that just sim- simply says um, when you use the air dryer in the bathroom, where's the air coming from? Damn. I don't, I don't know. Man. I really don't know, bro. Um, who sent that in? Uh, my friend Armand from home. Hey, big shout out Armand. <laughs> shout out Armand if you're listening. Now, you know, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Honestly. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I mean, I guess it's probably a, a fucking. Uh, <laughs> I love this I'm question because sure it's like, like literally just like. I mean, I, I'd yeah. have some of the technical. I'm sure it's like an engine of some kind. Right. Sure. Like an air blower. I mean, probably a fan. Yeah. I'm imagining it's like each place that has an air dryer in it yeah. has like four guys that they hire to stand in the wall and go <laughs> 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 as everybody breath. puts their hands out. Oh god. <laughs> I'd like that's to That's why your hands never get what it's like. That's why your hands never get fully dry is cuz you're getting the moisture from their breath. Those things never fucking hands. work for me. Yeah, they're the worst. I avoid I hate those. Yeah. They never do anything. If I, I look, I know it's not like the eco-friendly answer but if there's if you give me an air dryer and then paper towels right next to it yeah i am almost without fail going for the paper towels yeah me too hate to say that sorry y'all but most places are doing like like compost now yeah like at least more eco-friendly so like i feel less guilty about it but it's just like you walk around with almost wet hands leaving the bathroom after using it yeah it's just I, i just and some people swear by them yeah. Oh, I mean, if they were more effective, I actually, I didn't like them at first, but I like those ones now where you like put your hand down into the thing. Those things are weird. They're weird because I the feel Dyson. like they're unsanitary. Yes, Dyson. Yeah. Dyson Bowl. They're they they're good at uh, vacuum cleaners and hand dryers. Yeah, dude. Dyson's like air, I, they're airbenders. I want. I bet like they're. I wonder if there's like in the um, vacuum cleaner world, what is like the rep of Dyson? I feel like they're like the Apple, where it's like the real heads are like. Like everyone else, like oh, they're so like they're very like, sh- like sleek, but like the real vacuum cleaner heads are like, yeah, Dyson fucking sucks, dude. You better get on. <laughs> like it just looks cool. Wait, I actually weird anecdote about this. Maybe like five years ago, there was some dude on Reddit that did AMA, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, "Hi, I'm a vacuum cleaner repair man. Yeah, ask me anything." And it was like it got it popped off. Yeah, it went of crazy. Um, and he said. Like a lot of questions were like, what's the best one to get? Yeah. He said, anyone is passable except for, I think he said shark. Interesting. So shark is the only one he said never to buy. Really? Um, what are their price points like? I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> we are now vacuum searching cleaner zone. vacuum cleaners. Um, tier, vacuum cleaner tier list. <laughs> oh, I wonder. Uh, it looks like, like $300. Uh, okay. It looks like their smaller models are like a hundred 120 interesting and then they're like cream of the crop model looks about 300 ish what so are, what's a dyson ball yeah, going i don't for? know let's look i feel like maybe more expensive than that obviously i mean they got the cool spokes guy yeah of course oh, i invented the dyson bull um it looks like they're going like 400 for their higher models dyson balls yeah dyson balls um oh no, wait. The big ball is going for 300 Okay. Dyson ball, multi-floor, upright vacuum, iron slash satin yellow is going for $300. I've never even seen a Dyson 
ball in person. <laughs> Me neither. I've only seen the Dyson fucking hand dryers because they have those on campus. Yeah. The, um, look, I, back to that thought. Those ones actually do a better job of getting your hands dry. I think you, it's the shape. I think it's the shape too. And I think getting it from both angles where you don't just have to hold your hand under and flip it yourself. It's going from both sides. I just think some, it's like if it's cold air... What the fuck's the point? Most times it's, it's not cold air. I, there's a lot that I've been that have just been like freezing cold air. Like it's like the heating element burned out and they just never fixed it. It's like, aren't they supposed to be warm? I mean, wouldn't that be more effective? I mean, I think in my head, yes. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we might be, we're not fucking scientists. Right. Right. But we might, but it's, come on, man. It's common knowledge. It's common knowledge, <laughs> y'all. Uh, I feel like the places that, uh, that have cold air are probably malfunctioning and not being fixed rather than because i feel like yeah, most of them go for the hot air we're team dyson here i have not been proven wrong i'm pro dyson i uh what's that dude's name it's like something dyson i would think like thomas dyson. oh, oh the, the thomas dyson. dyson i'm gonna yeah i mean he probably owns i think he's the ceo as well dyson bull hang on we're looking this up dyson company british james dyson sir james dyson Ooh. Yeah, there he is. That's the guy who talks in the commercials. Sir James Dyson is yeah. the dude in the Dyson commercials? I think so. That's kind of unreal. I think it is. I might be wrong. Let's look this up. Let's watch some Dyson commercials right now. I'm and I they're definitely the apple of, of uh, vacuum cleaners. Cause Dyson he, is? Because he's kind of like a Steve, <laughs> Steve Jobs, Jobs walks out onto the, Literally, onto the I, floor. Literally, like, they're going to make a Dyson keynote for all them, like, fucking vacuum cleaner heads. That's hilarious. Because, like, look at him. He wears, like, circular glasses and, like, Wait, he's look. very chic. Like, he's kind of got, like, a little style going on. Ooh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Sir Michael Dyson. They also did the um, the fans that don't have a blade. Oh, yeah, those. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I, I looked up ad. And it's like autofilled Sir James Dyson. Oh, James, not Michael. Michael Dyson. Oh, God. Michael Dyson. We about to dock Sir James yeah. Dyson. <laughs> All right, y'all. If y'all know his address. <laughs> Here he is. Why are people looking for his address? Some fucking angry. Nobody could shark, be that mad. Shark employees. Hang on. I'm oh, here we God. Go. That's good. The new era begins. Dyson has reinvented the cord-free vacuum. The cord-free vacuum. The cord-free vacuum. See, dude, it's really like we've re. It's definitely the same kind of like the, like wording that Apple would use. Like we're oh. reinventing. And yeah, like the sleek look of it. I yeah. feel like they care so much about their design and being oh, yeah. perceived as a, I don't know, a beautiful, a beautiful. You think beautiful you, do, you, product. Think, you think like when you like, someone's like, Mister Dyson, we we <laughs> we've got a new idea for this new <laughs> vacuum, and it's um, it's shaped like a tube. Yeah, he's like he like looks at it, he's like that's a beautiful vacuum. Literally, I think so. I mean, I'm looking. They're they're doing like the the cordless fans, like this or not cordless, but the yeah. bladeless fans look like an Apple product. Oh my god, that, he, this picture is he's like literally sitting next to them like he's Steve Jobs. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. I'd like to know if him and Steve ever cross paths. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, I'll look. Yeah, like like to Google their names together, like because. Definitely vibes. Because I mean, he went to an art like school. A, yeah, maybe like a, a trade show or something. Yeah. Well, he's he Sir James Dyson. Uh, was it like not even he's not even on some engineering shit. He has an art back. He's a background in art. Yeah, so that would make sense why their stuff looks so nice. Yeah, and that he's so like. Yeah, I'm not getting any. Oh, oh, 
No, uh, it doesn't. An O? <laughs> it doesn't look like uh, we're seeing any right oh, now. Oh, wait, guys, hang on. Do we need to cancel he's canceled. him? Oh shoot! He's canceled. <laughs> We're canceling him. He's pro. He's pro Brexit, guys. He's canceled. Oh man! Fuck! I don't know anything about Brexit, other than that it's we bad. don't like yeah. it. Not good. <laughs> Damn. Well, we take everything back. We're back to being shark heads. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> well, never mind, man. All that. That's probably fucking bullshit. Like propaganda put on. That <laughs> it AMA probably is propaganda. I'm a. Uh, you know what? I'm boycotting any Dyson Air. <laughs> Airblade hand dryer. Yeah, fuck from that. This point All right, forward. everybody, he's canceled. Yeah, literally, he has a section in his Wikipedia pro Brexit. I want everybody that's in oh, a bathroom, in a public asshole. bathroom, where the only option to dry your hands is the Dyson Airblade. What do you know about politics? What I want you to do is I want you to wipe your hands on your pants. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing that to boycott Dyson. All right, yeah, we are not Team Dyson anymore. Um, Please don't take any of the com- pro Dyson com- comments we we just did we just went through um, out <laughs> we'll of context. Of it take it all back. I liked your tweet the other day. We should do a, a iPhone notes apology. Oh, I had to do. I had to dish out an iPhone notes <laughs> apology, man. I I felt so bad because I know like a lot of day drive fans are also big rascal flat um, people. If what would you call them, a flat earther? Yeah, flatsers. <laughs> a flat, a rascal, a, a flat rascaler. Flatulence. Flatulence. There you go. So, um, I had to. If you guys, you know, I'm, you know, I'm gonna make another formal apology uh, yeah, here. Yeah, let's do one on air. Um, so I was on a highway yesterday, um, and I was just sitting there thinking, you know, life is kind of like a highway. Whoa. Right, and so, and, and it got me thinking. It's a great Rascal Flats track, which they actually, it's a cover. Is it? Learned that yesterday as well. I'd like to apologize for that as well. So um, I made a very, like, knee-jerk reaction tweet, and I tweeted, the Rascal Flats were right. Life really is a highway. I forgot the T. There's a second T in Flats. There's two Ts. There's two Ts. And so I I realized I was informed by my intern, (laughs) (laughs) a.k.a. Google. Yeah. Um, that I spelled their name wrong, and so I issued a very formal iPhone Notes apology. That was good. Featuring a uh, screenshotted iPhone Notes. It's a, it's incredible how society has just accepted like the formal way of making apologies is by iPhone typing note. out a long iPhone note. Somebody like and screenshotting it. Somebody like uh, who who like a big name did. I mean, like not even on some like canceled, everybody. Like, I feel yeah, like everybody like, has. I think. Oh, it was Robert Kraft from the the, the um, <laughs> fucking. He did an iPhone notes apology. That's hilarious. That's it's ridiculous. That's unreal. Uh, but I'd like to issue my uh, another formal apology to the Rascal Flats. We'd love to have you guys back on the show. We know we, we loved your work. We in Cars One. Oh yeah, the Cars soundtrack. I mean, truly. I mean, road trip music. It's an anthem. It's iconic. Life is a highway is like a road trip anthem. Um, oh, did you see? Uh, Apple is canceling iTunes. iTunes no. Oh yes, it's I, can- I iTunes is canceled. They're done though. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, um, which is kind of crazy. I mean, I guess they're committed to Apple Music, but I don't know. Like, are you not going to be able to buy digital albums at all? Like, yeah, are I don't you understand. Only going to be able to stream through them. Yeah, that's I. That's true. That's very true. I I don't. It's wild. It's crazy. I guess they're just like compartmentalizing everything now. So now they have like their their music app, and then they have like their podcast app. Uh huh. So I don't know. 
Apple, you might be listening to this right now on an Apple. Apple, if you be listening. Yeah. Oh, not if you Apple. be listening on an Apple, yeah. excuse me. Um, you might know better than we do. We use Apple computers, but we ain't tapped in. So nope. Um, anyone want to discuss the implications? Shoot us an email. It's gonna it's gonna have some crazy impact on us. You can call in. We will literally have you call in to talk about it. If you're Apple head, exactly. We might have some real Apple heads listening. Probably not, but you never know. Um, I have one more question. Go right it's, ahead. It's very vague and very open ended. That's perfect. I would love. <laughs> wait for it. It says, "Who are you?" Okay. And what do you want? Oh, I told a little too vague. I told you it was big and vague. <sighs> I wish it was a little, a little more specific. We'll yeah. Are we talking like occupations? Are we? It's talking a good question. Like, What's the plan, Vincent? Oh boy. Uh. I'm a uh, I'm Vincent Haney, co-ho. Who sent that in? First of all, Amanda. Amanda. Oh, you haven't met Amanda, I don't think. Shout out Amanda. I don't Shout know who you Amanda. are. I don't think we've ever met, but dang. Um, my name is Vincent Haney. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like uh shark fucking uh vacuum cleaners. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect answer. Yep. I also like to do British accents without people asking me to do it. Yep. And just not stopping. Perfect. Yeah. I second that. I agree with all those answers. Would you say I do a lot of British accents? Oh, no. I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I actually, Vincent is uh, one of the better uh, like accent doers right. slash impressionists that I know. Hey. Out you. of our friend group, if somebody's going to do it, it's got to be Vincent. <laughs> Everybody else is really, really terrible. Yeah. So maybe I'm just speaking to, uh, like, our friend group as a whole being <laughs> bad, but Vincent is substantially better than everybody else. I've seen Jeff's decent. Shout out to Jeff. Je- Jeff. The thing about Jeff is, like, you would get it once every six months or something. Yeah, that's true. Like, Frank. Frank is awful. Awful. But he tries. Yeah. So we um, give him an A for effort. Um, and you guys know Frank make sure you send him a mess I know he's not listening to this so send him a <laughs> DM on Twitter um, at FR8NK Morales yeah. and just say um, hey king hey king let's see how many people can just send hey, hey king, king to Frank and he'll we'll be s- very confused yeah, he don't will, explain why you yeah, said it not, afterwards not, no matter yeah. what his response is do not like mention the day drive at all because then he'll probably get the memo we don't wait, want that. Wait, are we doing it on Twitter or Instagram? Both might be better. Anywhere you can contact him, you, I'm pretty you sure. Have to, he has to follow you, right, to DM you on Twitter? Uh, the, knowing Frank, probably not. Well, oh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch um, that. So if he's got open DMs, really just go for it. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll drop his Instagram, too. FR8NK Morales. He's got the consistent branding between does, the two. Yeah. That's the way that, to do he's it. He's got that internet real estate. That's good. Um, so make sure you hit him with some DMs. <laughs> make sure you hit him up, please. Um, back to who are you and what are you doing? Oh. And what do you want? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, I don't really remember. I have it. Hold on. It literally just says who are you and what do you want? Um, I'm floored by that question. I know. It's too vague. Um, but I that, that's I'm just seconding. Every one of Vincent's answers that my name is Vincent Haney. Yep. Lucas, your name is Vincent Haney. And I am a proponent of shark vacuum cleaners, yep. not Dyson. Fuck Dyson. <laughs> and yeah. The Dyson Bull. The Dyson Bull. Hello, I'm James Dyson. 
I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suck. My yeah. vacuum cleaners, oh, they suck too. I'm kind of Not mad as we had much to cancel him just now. I know, because he's kind of a funny character yeah. in the grand scheme of like... Life. I like to imagine like the CEOs, because they're all... You kind of got to be a, a, a goofball, really, to... Not goofball, but an eccentric to be one of those like... CEOs, company CEOs. Yeah, CEOs that are also in the public eye. Yeah, because there's like pl- there's plenty of CEOs that you like don't would never even know the name of ever. No, or if you saw them, you would not. never even recognize them. Like yeah. guaranteed. But like, you got your is you he know the CEO at this point, or is he just the founder? Because I feel like they would have been like taking right, the company dude. away from him. Not taking the company away from him, he's but getting, like he's getting old and he's losing his mind. He's pro Brexit. He's the fa- he's the chief executive officer Still? of Dyson Ltd. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's, I've learned recent not recently, but I've learned that like people are uh, like CEOs go through companies a lot. Like the average term of a CEO isn't crazy long. So those people that are like still founders and CEOs, that's kind of nuts. It's an impressive ride. But like, do you think they like they definitely have like meetings that we don't know about? What the, the CEOs of the world? Yeah, and I'd like to imagine like it's like all right in this world. Like, all right, who are some other crazy CEOs? Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. All right. Elon Musk, James Dyson walk in the same room. Grimes is there, too. <laughs> Grimes is right? there. Right? So Elon's, like, just chilling, like, watching yeah. some anime. Oh, God. Elon's crazy. Does he still have the anime avi? I hope so. Oh, no, it's not. No. So he's sitting there, right? James Dyson walks in, kicks the door in. No, he no, Elon would be the one kicking the door in. Flip the flip the flip the switch. I just flipped the switch. I just flipped the switch. Um Elon Musk's fucking livid for some reason about like Tesla motors, right? And James Dyson, this is like all at a trade show. James Dyson walks up, he's like, Hey, listen, Elon. Hey, look, mate. <laughs> I got a great idea for you. Right? Given that I'm the Steve Jobs of fucking ceiling fans. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna um <laughs> We're going to replace Tesla Motors with Dyson fucking motors. Too. We're going to make Dyson Tesla cars that are also street street clean. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> actually a good idea. Nobody steal that. That's oh, ours. Hey, Dyson, James Dyson and Elon Musk, if you're listening right now, collab on a fucking street sweeper. <laughs> Tesla street sweepers. Honestly, I'll bet you that uh, Tesla street sweepers is an idea that has been pitched in a Tesla meeting. I hope so. If it hasn't been, I'm going to tweet it. <laughs> Honestly, because like they have like uh, their 18-wheeler trucks that are coming out now. Yeah, like, that's they, right. They have like obviously a different company, but they're like <laughs> same type of company is sending uh, like people to – not people, but ships to space. Like they're yeah, working on yeah. – they were like we're going to make that submarine to sh- save the divers. Like – Elon, but wasn't there there was some controversy didn't he call somebody a pedophile <laughs> yes okay the idea was that uh the like elon stopped all of his like tesla production or like got at least some engineers correct on, the, on like making a miniature submarine that yeah. they could go in and get like the those not divers but go get like the soccer team was it a soccer team yeah that was stuck in that right. cave and then the guy that was like actually leading the rescue was like oh elon's just in this for the publicity stunt and then he elon just came out on Tesla. twitter you pedophile yeah is that, is that really what he is that what he did um i mean he didn't just like come out and say right pedophile. but wasn't there some but kind of like... yeah there was there was some there was a twitter back and forth elon uh oh boy elon has probably done more to hurt himself on twitter than to help himself completely honest um 
But yeah, like there's some hypotheses that he uh, like will just get drunk at night and then tweet um, things that he shouldn't tweet. Yeah, um, I believe that's literally I completely 100 percent. I think the, that's the case. I think the FTC. Um, I think the FTC got mad at him because he tweeted out something that perceivably could have been like not insider trading as much as it would have been just like stock advice or like some like it was like about splitting inside inside baseball stuff yeah inside baseball it was like about splitting tesla shares or something and it was like something that he literally was it was illegal to do and like it affected the share prices i don't i don't know the whole ideas but i don't know nothing about elon musk i i like the dude he's obviously very smart yeah just like he needs to get off twitter nobody needs like those uncensored people that are on Twitter and also running a billion dollar company. You know, there's probably more like honestly, people probably think Elon Musk is crazy because he just tweets all of this crazy stuff. But, like guaranteed all of those like top big CEO guys are like all just as nuts, but they just don't have like they that. just can't log into Twitter. <laughs> right, yeah. They're just kind of the old school like <laughs> you know that James Dyson sitting micro at micro dose LSD seventy two years old, Michael Dyson is like a crazy person, but also has never used social media. Oh yeah, but guarantee you think he'd microdose is LSD? Maybe. I mean, just looking at him, he looks like he does. He's kind of okay. I know we canceled him, but I kind of like his uh, Wikipedia picture like outfit. I do like that too. He's, He's got, got like a with the red a yeah. red collar. That's hard. Look, when I, back in back in well, I don't know 1985, <laughs> um, I just discovered the wonders of LSD. <laughs> and I Honestly, a, I took a trip through vacuum cleaner history. I was floating. When was LSD like <laughs> at floating, its peak? Probably in the sixties. Sixties, probably. All right, so he was born in forty-seven. So oh, yeah, perceivably, he, he could yeah. have been like going for it. He just became a vacuum cleaner guy. Oh, look! When you Google James Dyson, um, uh oh, there's connection with him and Elon Musk because he, he's in the Google image search results. There's a picture of Elon Musk in here. Hang on, let's Uh-oh. see. Oh, okay. Billionaire designer James Dyson is on a mission to save the planet, just like Elon Musk. Interesting. There's a lot of parallels between these two guys. Are we uncanceling? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Um, but apparently, his his motivation is similar to Musk's in the the sense that they recognize that capitalist economies are make up a bunch of the world and blah blah. blah. There is also something that uh, there's a Forbes article titled. Wow, this is from May 29th. This is from nine days ago. Oh, really? This uh, this Forbes article says. Can the Dyson vacuum cleaner guy build a better electric car than Elon Musk? Ooh, dang. They're really like, I mean, they are kind of similar. I feel like they're definitely similar. He's definitely got the crazy vibes, man. Like, who is this guy? Yves? Two more. No, not Yves two more. Yves Behar? I probably just fucking slaughtered that name. He's in the related, um, oh, he's an artist. That's interesting. I wonder if he does, he like was in like the, Oh, he's an industrial designer. So I think he does the design work for Dyson. I see who this guy is. Interesting. I just Googled this guy. Cool hair. If you guys are following along at home. <laughs> if you have Googled the same chain of things we have Googled. If you've ever done that, I'd like to. we'd like to hear from you as well. I'd like to know if people... Oh, somebody said... Aaron Eck told me that he has uh, He has like Googled along with us. Nice. As okay, we, so he's... We, can, can... Yeah, yeah. And oh, also, my mom told me that she... Uh, She'll like have to look up some things, so maybe not Google along, but, but like, like have to look like up what we've been talking about, which might not be great. Right. Oh, I love this sentence. <laughs> read that. Read that sentence. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. It says, <laughs> "Perspective." Bes- 
I can't say this word, bespectacled Brit vacuum czar and billionaire James Dyson is about as un-Elon as you can get. (laughs) (laughs) Can that be... Uh, bespectacled Brit vacuum czar is, uh, I think that should be on the band name uh, 100%. But how do you spell bespectacled? B-E- <laughs> Here, I'll just turn it around. Yeah, hang on. Let me pull up the list. Bespectacled Brit vacuum czar. <laughs> Love that. Somebody, like, unironically wrote that sentence in a form- Forbes article. And you know it's some, like, dude, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get him. That's a zinger on this one. <laughs> he's gonna be hurt. He's gonna read it and be hurt. He's like, dang, I'm a... Like, um, he he's probably really good at Scrabble, yeah. or else has like eight thesauruses. Wait, hang, hang on, that this is a vacuum episode. That one might be like, um, you know, hard to pull off. Like, it's one of those ones we that's are too long. Brit vacuums on. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, there's that band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. That's but that's like that. That's catchy. You just remembered it. That's oh, you're not wrong. I saw them live though. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I actually maybe I didn't see them live. Maybe we were just I can't remember now. I have right. a list. It was at a festival, and they played the festival, definitely. Yeah. I can't remember if I saw them live or not. I know that we didn't like their music going in. Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Godspeed, you Black Emperor. That's another good one. Um, Lil, Lil Xan pulls out handgun on man during Tupac oh, argument. I heard that. Yeah. I didn't click the link, though. I saw a video. There's a video. It was like oh, a that's full so video embarrassing. Bro, get out of here! And he pulls out a gun, and the guy who's like doesn't even fl- like flinch. He's just like, "What are you doing, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> like, and he just keeps filming and going, "Man, get out of here! You Lil- suck." Lil Xan like might be my least favorite out of that whole generation. Yeah, me too. Of uh, mumble rappers, as we call them. I don't. I hate that term. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I uh, M- said mumble it. rapper more like mumble crapper. <laughs> <laughs> Hip hop more like. Shit hop. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like really mad because, like, a big fan of Charlie XGX and she has that song with him. That makes me mad. I get the vibe that's label biz. I mean, maybe it's label biz, but they still did the track together. Like, I think that if you're on a label and the label's like, hey, you two should do a song together, I think even under contract, you can like be like that person admitted on Instagram to selling laced Percocets or something like that. I mean, this was. I, I I don't know I, I I don't know we I think we'd have to know the whole business aspect of this. No, I'm because we're not canceling Charlie XCX. No, absolutely not. But that is one person who is not going to get canceled. But Lil Xan, canceled. Yeah, we'll cancel him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent canceled. Did you listen to Charlie XCX and BTS? Oh, dude, yeah, shit was hard. Yeah, I listened crazy. to it like a hundred times yesterday. It was only a couple members of BTS, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that. Really, I don't know the. I think that, that could much, be like. But unreal for her i'm curious because yeah, like we talked before about how crazy like bts like are on twitter yeah like all, all their tweets are like bigger than any viral tweet ever yeah and like i'm sure they tweeted out the track like oh, i'm yeah. wondering if she's gonna well, like go crazy in korea or something let's see how the numbers are doing two million plays already on spotify came out yesterday do you think that's uh that's like, hot. that's good. That's good that's for her. Very good. That's literally Charlie XCX's last single has eight million plays, and that came out like a month, like a couple spicy? months ago. No, spicy didn't come. Oh, out spicy. A I'm sorry. Ago. I was looking at blame it on your love. Blame it on your life came out a couple months. But guaranteed, this will overtake spicy in probably tomorrow. By tomorrow, I I would hope it so. It came out yesterday, and it has two million listens already. It's better than spicy. I like it. Oh, better way than better than spicy. I mean, I I did listen to the new uh, Charlie XCX and BTS literally probably seven times yesterday. More than that. You're seven of the 2.8 million people or listens. You got that right. 
Incredible. It's Charlie, baby. Yeah, we're getting a new album from her soon. I wonder if they were in the studio together. I wonder if it was like... Postal service. Type yeah, postal sending service. Each other stuff. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's a good question. Because that happens a lot in the music industry where artists like never even meet each other, but they're on these tracks together. Yeah, that, that always makes me like uncomfortable i don't like that i mean i kind of like it that we can like have these songs where these two people are together but yeah I, in my head when i like listen to a rap song i like the idea that like they're in the studio together yeah while one person is behind the glass like recording their verse the other person is like vibing out vibing along yeah. with them or something and like I mean, that that definitely happens as well oh it does i just like you know that some like dj khaled like oh, i cannot imagine that dj khaled has a five-person posse cut where more than two of the people are in the studio at the same time oh yeah like i don't know i that turns me off that that's what i like about um like rap groups because you know yeah. that they're all i mean for the most part recording together absolutely right so it's like because like Good example of like a good posse cut that doesn't really like you know for a fact they weren't all together is like Danny Brown's really dope, really dope. Yeah, I I can't imagine like Kendrick Lamar, Earl Sweatshirt, Danny Brown, and Absol sitting in the studio together recording. And I've heard like anecdotes about it where they're like, We didn't know if we were going to get Kendrick's verse or not. Well, it was no, Kendrick was the one that was they didn't know if they were going to get Earl's verse because Kendrick was the one that like. Danny Brown apparently said he had the beat and like his verse for a long time and then he showed it to Kendrick and then I guess Kendrick like laid his own verse on it along with the hook because Kendrick's the hook even though Danny Brown's the like the person whose song it is right and then like Kendrick then got Absol and then I guess I had some like that was when Earl was like not making that much music yeah or was maybe making music but like, on, like out of not the public, releasing out of the public stuff guy, yeah for sure. and then like <laughs> they were like really all just waiting on Earl's verse. Dang. I'd like to hear, um, I'm hoping there's some JPEG Mafia on the new Danny Brown. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- they've, I've, I've seen so many pictures of them together. Yo, they're like f- homies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like genuinely friends. JPEG Mafia's from Detroit, right? Am I wrong? No. No? Yeah, he's not from Detroit. Where's he from? He's from, uh, He. I know he like came up in Alabama. Oh, why did I think he was from Detroit? He, I, I don't think he's initially from Alabama, but I think he lived there for a long time. Um, I might be totally wrong. Let's see. Hang on. JPEG Mafia, American rapper. Hang on. He was born in Baltimore. Weird. Why did I... Uh, I guess I might have just confused him and Danny Brown. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he was born in Baltimore. Um... I hope he drops some new shit too, man. Well, he he was hyping something up. Um, didn't he say he wasn't gonna? Um, what was it? <laughs> he posted something like he wasn't gonna watch a new season of like a Netflix show until he finished the album or something like that. Oh, okay, interesting. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm confusing him with somebody else, but that sounds that sounds about right. But he got a face tattoo recently. Did he? Yeah, it's really small and it's a tiny okay. web cursor under his eye. Like a like the clicker. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because if you look on like the album cover for Veteran, yeah, there's a there's a, a web, web cursor. cursor. Oh, really? Yeah, of the one where he's just like sitting there. Yeah, there's one and like, <laughs> is it like they like screenshotted it but accidentally yeah. left the cursor there? Yeah, so he's must, like, yeah, all right, I'm yeah. gonna run with it. Yeah, that's I think that must be. But yeah, he got that cool. he got that little like, yeah, literally he got a web cursor tattooed on his face. Respect. If I were to get a face tattoo, which face tattoos are played out? Um. <laughs> Always tired under the eyes. Oh God! They, for a minute, it was really funny to joke about face tattoos as well. Like you'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a face tattoo," and it was like, "Oh, you're gonna get whoa, yeah, that's yeah. crazy!" But now it's like, 
Ugh, yeah. All right, dude. I've never seen a good face tattoo. Mm. I'm gonna have to agree. Unless it was like a like covering a scar or something, I there's no Ooh, situation you know where I, saw I think people should get face tattoos. The the the, the irony, the the funniness, the funny sarcastic. Are you gonna say the pencil? No, well, the pen, I like the pencil. I like Kerwin Frost pencil tattoo. I do like that. Yeah, but that's just because it's funny. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen one that I'm like. Every time I see a face tattoo that I like, it's because for a f- comedic reason. Yeah, like I saw a guy with the one time I saw a guy with the. Um, Rockies, Colorado Rockies face tattoo. <laughs> Go Rockies, Rocktober baby. Yeah, literally, I saw that one time, and then, but that's like I've never actually seen one where I'm like, dang, that's sick. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? I've definitely seen tattoos where I'm like, that's a really cool tattoo that are like not on your face. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. What about hand tattoos? How do you feel about those? Um, it depends. Depends on the person. I appreciate the maybe the look of them. I. uh I'm first off I'm not I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo personally I don't like like the idea I don't have anything that I permanently want on my body okay but like I can appreciate other people's tattoos yeah hand tattoos can look cool but like in my head the ones in between the fingers you can't really see but like the ones on the hand I feel like are like will prevent you from getting jobs and stuff right Um, if anyone wants to get a day drive tattoo what will we offer what will we give them if they got a day drive tattoo a day drive tattoo We'd have to, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. You could definitely be on the show. Oh, 100%. Um, let's see. What do I have that I could give somebody? I don't know. We still haven't given away, away that... Um, Ariel doll. Ariel doll. Yeah, that's true. Still waiting. <laughs> so, I mean, technically no one's even done the Taco Bell challenge that yet. That still makes me so, mad. Um, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm very hurt that no one has gone to Taco Bell and asked for that day drive special. Please do it. I've, we were, be- were begging. Last couple episodes, we were begging for that. We're going to end on that note. So, please do the Taco Bell challenge. Please. Record we're it. We're waiting. And send it to us. Or tweet it or something. Love you. Godspeed. Ha ha ha.